Blog Talk Radio. Talk on the Bastion News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And you guys can always reach out to me at any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore report. On Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small caps. On Facebook, Locker Talk, I mean LockerReport.com. And also check me out on the Locker Talk podcast, where you guys can see the show on uh, Facebook. All right. I hope everyone is safe. Hope everyone is having themselves a great day. Well, this is the moment I've been waiting for. They could not, could not wait to say football is back. Yes, they can take a big pause and a deep breath, knowing that my favorite sport in the world is back, um, the, you know, the play and considering what this country is going through uh, uh, with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and to see that some normalcy is starting to uh, come back. It's always great to see certain things happen, I mean, opening back up. But most importantly, it's great to see that sports is back out there on the field, that all the leagues are doing well, all the leagues are out there performing at the same time. It's the first time actually having all four of the major sports going on at, you know, simultaneously. So this, you know, this is definitely something, you know, something fun. If you're a sports fan, I tell you, you know, literally every night, every night there's some kind of sporting event that's going on. Uh, first time pretty much in sports history in this in this country to have all four of the major sports on and it's all and they all pretty much in a heightened situation. You have your NBA with the playoffs, NHL with the playoffs, uh major league baseball is you know, putting everything together. They are about to get into their playoffs and the NFL is almost like a playoff game every week. So that's always intense. So it's, it's definitely a good time to be a sports fan and being a sports fan um, on this show, a lot of talk, talking about um, the NFL. I like to say the NFL within the NFL and to know that the heartbeat or the vein of the NFL that uh, locker-what.com monitors is everything solely regarding the NFL, um, the NFL football operations as they laid out the initiative for the NFL regional combine platform and now the HBCU um, combine. That's the vein of the NFL that I deal with, you, know, you will not hear anything else from any other major sport um, in the world in regarding these two platforms and the players that actually use the platforms to get to the NFL. And so that's the part of the NFL that I truly, truly love about and having, a, I would say, I have a platform where I can really get into talking about sports, but most importantly, been in a situation where it's more than just sports writing, but to actually to say, or, or reporting, but to be able to play a small role, a very very small role in helping young men get to their destiny to play in the NFL. So that's a real big thing for me. Something I, you know, definitely is very very proud of, very humbled by, it, and to be able to be able to get sports in this day and age where it seems as though <laughs> there's nothing else different out there to cover that you really have to 
pretty much regurgitate what's been talked about on TV day in and day out or on the radios day in and day out. And I know you guys get tired of that. That's why y'all guys come to Bachelor News Radio Network to listen to Lock and Talk. Let me give y'all guys something a little different. Now, knowing that the NFL season is ready to commit, just to give y'all guys a heads up on what to on Lock and Talk and also on LockerDashport.com, where you guys can always go to the site at any time um, to check out the content, the original content in regards to the NFL, unlike in which that you will never hear or see anywhere else. But the focus, the regional combine players, and this year I would say has been um, a great year so far just to be able to start um, week one. After all the dust has settled in terms of setting the 53-man roster for the team, so the team is able to establish their practice squad. Now, after the collective bargaining, the plan was to for the teams to be able to suit up more players on um, on game day. Uh, at first, it was you know players could suit up the the, uh, the 46 players. Then they changed it um, to 49, which was great. And then when it came down to the practice squad, um, they went from 10 to be able to sign up the 12 players on the practice squad, squad, which was great because it it gives the opportunity, especially to small school guys especially small school, um, school guys and undrafted players, more of an opportunity to be able to get into the NFL. So now it actually opened a door for at least 24 players um, each year that probably would not have an opportunity to make an NFL team to actually have an opportunity to make a team. So they opened the door uh, for that. So that was fantastic. That was awesome. Uh, but due to the COVID, uh, COVID-19 pandemic, uh, a lot of things changed, um, especially on on the end of the football coverage that I that uh, that I cover, called regional combine through NFL football operations. That the the regional combine invitation was canceled, and the annual workout for the HBCU combine has canceled. So you guys already know about that. Because of that cancellation, one of the things that the teams had took account of knowing that if they had an opportunity to watch these players play, you know, a good portion of these guys probably would have, you know, made it, you know, at least signed with a team. And so this year's draft, nine players, nine players who would have attended the NFL regional combine actually was drafted. Um, one of the players actually um, also got drafted from the HBCU combine. Um, out of the 50 players, only one player got drafted. The only HBCU player that got drafted, and that's um, uh, Lechavius, um Simmons, who got drafted in the seventh round by the Chicago Bears. But in terms of the regional combine platform, there were nine players that were drafted, which was great, the most in one-year draft. And then followed by that, there was 36 players that signed um, as undrafted free agents. Now, um, due to COVID, and there were no OTAs, um, there was no mini camp, no nothing. They just had a training camp and, boom, hit the field for week one. It opened the door for these guys to be able to be on the team a little longer to really show what they can do on the field. And so at the start of the season, there were 76, 76 players from the NFL regional combine that had signed, I mean, that they're currently in the NFL. And out of those 76, 24 of those guys are rookies. And to make it even a great thing, 
that out of the 24 rookies, there are 10 players that are on active roster. 10 players out of the 24 rookies that are on active roster. So that's the most players from the NFL Regional Combine that had started week one of the NFL. In 2018, there was 74. So this year, the most ever beat that year out by two players. And when it comes down in terms of rookies, this year was the most at 24. Uh, they made rosters, and of course, 10 players made the active roster. So this year was a record-setting year for the combine, for the NFL Regional Combine, which is great on all levels because what the teams did, they looked at those names and recognized that, okay, these guys did not get a chance to work out. So based off the fact that their names were on that list, it off the strength of their list, of the NFL Regional Combine, it helped these players to be able to get on teams' radar to be brought in. And so out of that survive, you know, 12 players did not, that's still a good, strong percentage, not to say that those 12 players will not get a chance later on this season. So the door is not completely closed on them yet. I've seen it many times that players that who did not start or were not signed to a team at the beginning part of the season, they eventually later on in the season. So that chapter is not over yet. At least they were in camp. You know, they definitely have a chance to actually get um, signed with a team, and that's something that I'm truly, truly looking for and hoping for uh, for that. So that's going to be great stuff there. Now, you listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. Now, I love the 76 players that's going to be really fantastic. Now, there are a lot of storylines to talk about, a lot of things to talk about for this year, and just to open up. Now, when we talk about the veteran players, and we're going to just open up with a little bit with some good stuff here, when we talk about veteran players, we want to see what the previous Pro Bowl players were going to do in the league and everything. So that's, so that's very, very critical, very, very important to see what these guys are able to do this year. Now, as far as the veterans, we have guys like Adam Dillon, All-Pro, Johnny Hepler, kicker and punter for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, we also have um, Pittsburgh Steelers, um, Hollerindo winning the waiver, left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now newly acquired for the Dallas Cowboys kicker Greg Thurline. Definitely want to see what these guys are going to do this year, knowing that there was some moving around, can these guys continue to play on a Pro Bowl level? That is something that we would like to see from these NFL regional combine legends that are out there. Then just look at some of the players, I would say, more like season standout players. And what I mean by season standout players, the big question is for Indianapolis Colts, will Kenny Moore the second, will this be – the first year he make, he finally make it to the Pro Bowl. This is definitely something, you know, to, to look out for in terms of this young man because each year he always has shown that he was getting closer and closer and closer and closer to really making the Pro Bowl. And as a signed a nice contract um, last year, which, which was well, well-deserved, he did get banged up for a good portion of, the year last year. Now, the question is, coming back healthy, coming back strong, looking to do more things, looking to really make it really big 
will this be the time when he actually come have that Pro Bowl season? I really believe that he can. So with Kenny Moore, the second for the Indianapolis Colts, will this be the year that Kenny Moore will finally, finally become a Pro Bowl player? So this is something I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to seeing happen with this young man. Now, Kamal Grouchet-Hill, who was drafted by the New England Patriots in 2016, uh, who later signed, got released, signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. He is now currently with the Miami Dolphins. He has two bowl chance. His question is for him this year, will he step into that leadership role in Miami? He was wearing the captain's um, pack as the captain for the Philadelphia Eagles. He signed with one year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Actually reunited with um, old, old Patriot um, teammates of his. So there's definitely some, um, especially for Brian, Brian Flores, now that his coach with Miami Dolphins was a lot close when Crusade Hill was in New England. So to bring him in definitely has, says a lot about how Flores feels about this young man. Can he step into that leadership role that we're expecting him to see? Now, Austin Ritter, Ritter, a candidate chief, Super Bowl champ, won the whole thing last year, really got his feet wet last year. Now he knows that he is a legit starter. The payday is to come. Let's see what he's going to do with this year. Can he still keep um, um, Patrick Mahomes, the highest growth quarterback money maker of NFL history, well-deserved money? Can he help keep him untouched from up the middle? He did a great job last year. Let's see if he continues to keep this rolling on and on. For the New York Jets, I know everybody's there about the New York Jets. There's not a lot of excitement when it comes down to New York Jets. But the New York Jets have a couple of players that I'm really excited about. Well, one of the ones, but the main one that jumped out for me is Vincent Smith. Now, Cal Phillips, he, uh, he, he's going to be great in this league. He's a, a defensive tackle for the New York Jets. He's really going to shine eventually. I think this is going to be the year when everyone recognizes what Cal Phillips did. But Vincent Smith, well, obviously, we were on this show um, last, I mean, earlier part of this year, had a, a fantastic season with the Jets, him coming in. And I watched the Jets this year with their draft. They only drafted one wide receiver. So that says a lot that they have a lot of plans for Vincent Smith, which I am extremely excited about. This young man from Limestone College, the first player from his football program, from his school, to make it to the NFL can't do the process in 2017. I think that's going to, this is going to be his year where he can be able to take it to a next level and have even more of an impact, not just as a pass catcher, but also in special teams. You're listening to the Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. We're going to take a quick pause. We're going to come back, talk about some other storylines, get into some HBCU talk, and then talk about some more plans and get ready to get up for the season. You're listening to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. All right, welcome back to the Locker Talk. Um, open up for you. Welcome back to Locker Talk, home of the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow, today, and also you check out the Bachelor News Radio Network, uh, uh, Bachelor Radio News Show 
with our host, L.A. Bachelor. The show discusses issues of race, politics, um, policies, injustice, equality, religion, and, and sports that affect the black, brown, poor people negatively. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from com at L.A. Bachelor. And check out the rebroadcast every day at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Bachelor News airtime.pro. And if you guys are interested in the annual show advertising, make sure you send that man an email at bachelor40, I mean, labachelor40 at gmail.com, spell L-A-B-A-T-C-H-E-L-O-R 40 at gmail.com. Listen and stay informed. Now, speaking of being informed, make sure you guys always reach out to me, anyone on my social handle on Twitter at Locker underscore report. On Instagram, LockReport100. On, on Facebook, LockReport.com. And also, make sure you check me out on Talk Podcast on Facebook as well. Okay, now, great. Back to the topic. Now, we were talking about the NFL Regional Combine, talking about some storylines to, um, to, um, to really get into. And for your Carolina Panthers fans down there, you know, trying to get excited. A lot of change. I know there's no longer there. Teddy Bridgewater is now taking over. So, Teddy Bridgewater has some toys there. And the Panthers actually have another new toy there, and, they, and his name is Seth Roberts. Now, Seth Roberts, uh, I would say, definitely paid his dues in the NFL. Um, came through the process in 2014 of the NFL Regional Combine. Was with the Raiders on his practice squad for that rookie year, 2014. Then spent almost about, almost, I would say, just a little less than half 2015 was now the, the Figures Raiders. Um, really made a name for his um, years after that uh, was really part of a, a big uh, passing attack with Derek Carr and Amari Cooper and then also Michael uh, Crabtree. He was actually pretty much, I would say, the best third wide receiver in uh, 2016 and 17. But things changed. The Raiders made some changes. Uh, his play kind of dropped because opportunities on the field wasn't there as much, especially when they brought in um, um, Cook, the tight end. Um, to, to, to take up some of the balls that was given to him. So, you know, he made his, made his, his money there with um, the Raiders. And then he came to the Ravens last year. Um, decent year. Didn't have the um, – actually, believe it or not, far that's why he actually had his best year. Uh, but he was there fully, uh, for um, pretty much to be a good downhill blocker, um, knowing that the Ravens had Lamar Jackson in a good run attack. They wanted to be more of a run-based offense and take their shots in the air. And he was there for that and had a, a great year and wanted to stay in Baltimore, but things didn't work out. So he signed a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. I really think this could be the year where they get to see him a little bit more with entwined with a quarterback that can get him the ball on a consistent basis, which helps out a wide receiver tremendously, knowing that Teddy Bridgewater is there, going to go always go for the open man. But I think this could be the year. Ken Seth Roberts finally take his game to level. Not saying he's going to be a Pro Bowl player, but at least get to the point where he can get close to 1,000 yards receiving and get close to at least 70 passes caught. So let's see what Seth Roberts is going to do there. Now, false tight end, Robert Tanya Jr. I know you never heard of him for the Green Bay Packers. He was number 80. Did not get a lot of shine because of the tight ends that they had there before him. And Jimmy Graham was pretty much essentially their main go-to guy for his tight end. And so Robert really didn't get a lot of chances. But 
each year he's when he's been in New, um, in Green Bay, he did score a touchdown each year. Now with Jimmy Graham gone, although and they still have some good wide receivers there, I think now Robert is going to finally take center stage as being their go-to guy at tight end. This young man deserves it coming from Indiana, PA. Um, he definitely have all the tangibles there. Very flamboyant, very disciplined, make all hand catches. I think that this could be the year. Can this be the year that Robert really excel and really and put his name, or at least put his name in the hat of the the best tight ends in the league? I think he may have an opportunity there. Knowing Aaron Rodgers still getting the ball, one of the, the best quarterbacks of all time, still getting him the ball. I think that this could be the year when Robert really can take it to the next level. I'm really looking forward to that. Also, we had C.J. Hale, first-time pro bowler last year for the Minnesota Vikings fullback. Uh, can he still take it to the next level, still open those holes up for, for Cook, keep those lanes protected for our cousins so you can get the balls out? He does a very good job, good job with that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do for them this year. Now, the NFL Regional Combine is hurting, hurting right now for running back play. For the longest time, it was always the quarterback. And now Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins, the backup for Jimmy Garoppolo in with San Francisco 49ers, he's kind of like, I would say, helping to ease that a little bit. Um, the Ravens on, the, on their practice squad have Jason Huntley, rookie from out of Utah. Uh, not saying he's going to take over something there with the, with the Ravens, so we know Lamar Jackson is there. However, at least we know we have another quarterback from the platform in the league. But when it comes down to running back, this league sorely needed now. C.J. Ham was, you know, was holding it down. Andy Elijah Penny, running back from the New York Giants, had been holding it down as fullbacks, making plays happen. But this year, folks, this year, and I'm going to call it out early, from the platform, these are two rookies. Two rookies. I need you guys to recognize things early. Jason Huntley from Mexico State. He was drafted by the Detroit Lions, but was, was released by the Philadelphia Eagles. The running back, a healthy running back, picked him up. Jason Huntley is the real deal. The Los Angeles Rams, yes, they got rid of Sterling. Really, no one really saw that happening, although we started recognizing that arthritic knee. There was something wrong with that young man. However, they did sign this, uh, this undrafted free agent named Exhibit Jones uh, from, L, from um, MSU. This is the rookie running back for the Rams, I'm telling you. These two guys right here is going to kick the door in for the NFL Regional Combine when it talks about running back. These two guys here are electric. I'm telling you, watch out. If they're not in your fantasy, I urge, and if you got room, if their names are there available, sign these guys up. Jason Huntley, Philadelphia Eagles, and Xavier Jones for the Los Angeles Rams. These two running backs is going to really, really carry the torch for this program. Now, when we talked about the NFL Regional Combine and how off the strength of having their names on the list, helped a lot of players um, get noticed and signed with teams. Now, for the HBCU platform, uh, it didn't go as planned as, or it didn't go as smooth as the NFL Regional Combine. Regional Combine is a staple now, quietly, so they know there's going to be some quality players coming through there. When it comes down to the HBCU platform now, ladies and gentlemen, we're still an uphill mount, a mountain. And I would say that when we look at progress, and when you talk about progress, progress is not a sprint. Progress is a marathon. 
and this is a marathon that NFL football operations, locker-report.com and locker talk is going to run. We're going to run this race for the HBCU players, these talented players. And with the NF, with the HBCU combine, it's going to be in this race. Now, out of the 50 players that pretty much was going to attend the HBCU combine, nine of those players signed the teams following the draft. But when it came down to setting the rosters for week one, there were three players from the platform. The only HBCU players this year that is making a contribution. And those two players, I mean, those three players are like we talked about, that we know about um, with um, the, um, the, the, the Simmons from Tennessee State who got drafted by the Chicago Bears. We know about that young man. But the other two players, Chris Rowland, wide receiver from Tennessee State with the Atlanta Falcons. And then we have Bobby Price from Norfolk State who's now with the Detroit Lions. All these guys are on the practice squad, but that's fine. They're not. They're still with the NFL team. Don't worry about it. Opportunity is going to be there. I really believe that these young, these three young men will get an opportunity to be able to play, especially Chris Rowland. I definitely have to open the door for that young man. He is a turn man and can make some things happen. Knowing that the, you know, the Falcons receivers have a hard time staying healthy, I think this young man can finally could come in and make an impact. Now, when we talk about the whole branch of the HBCU uh, platform in the NFL. Last year, there were 32 players from the HBCU platform that was in the NFL. To open up the 2020 season NFL, is only 27, five less from last year. Okay, that's why I said progress, not a sprint, it's a marathon. This is a, a marathon that we're all going to run here with the HBCU talent, only 27. And out of the 27, like I said, three of them are rookies. Now, when we look at that percentage and as we break it down, that's only 1.5% um, of the players in the league that is represented by at least, at least 1,700 players. Yes, 1,700 players out of the 1,700 players, 27 of those guys came from the HBCU platform. Yes, not a good percentage, not a good look. However, it's going to change, folks. Just be patient. It's going to happen. These guys are going to make it. There are more players that's going to follow this brand. HBCU will be, will matter again in the NFL. It's just going to take a little, some crawling. We got to crawl before we walk, and we got to walk, we got to walk before we run. And it's going to happen. It's going to change. You know, these guys, this this. The HBCU platform will be represented very well. And one of the things that is going to be done on at Locker, uh, Locker Report, Locker Dash Report, that this year we will cover the HBCU platform like no other out there. Now, there are a lot of great sites out there that do a lot more on another end when it comes down to coverage, and they do a fantastic job. But at Locker Report, we're going to take it a, a step further in regards to the play on NFL field, on the field. Weekly, there will be a report on what the HBCU players do have did in that week. So on week one, expect a piece on locker-sport.com about what the HBCU players did. In week two, week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, there will be a report 
We're going to do a monthly report. We're going to do a yearly report. We're going to talk about the HBCU players that doing their thing in the playoffs, and then eventually whoever gets to the Super Bowl. Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis Colts linebacker Darius Leonard was the only HBCU player that was voted by his peers to make the top 100 NFL players list of 2020, the only one. Hopefully that would change. You know, we got Jarrell, um, uh, we got um, Hargrove for now with the Philadelphia Eagles. We have some major players there. I'm looking forward to, you know, my guys uh, from the from the HBCU Combine to get there. You know, we got Jamie Gillian, who's a punter that was for the Cleveland Browns, came from Arkansas Pine Bluff. He's a punter. He's really good, too. He's Caucasian. He's kicking butt. It doesn't matter. We'll get that due here on Locker Talk, also on locker-sport.com, basing everything off football operations with the HBCU Combine. So we're definitely excited with the direction that HBCU is, um, has and the attention they're about to receive. So make sure you guys tune in every week when we break it down. And don't forget, I did not forget talking about the defensive back on the watch out for for the 2021 season. I'll get to those guys next week. So make sure you guys tune in to Locker Talk next week as we talk about what happened in week one from the players from the regional combine, from the players from the HBCU um, platform, and then get into a couple of guys, defensive back to look out for the 2021 season. You're listening to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. And make sure you guys check this show out every day. Two shows back-to-back starting at 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, on 3 o'clock on the Bachelor, on the Bachelor News dot airtime.pro. Every day from 2 to 3 o'clock, two back-to-back shows. Make sure you follow. Make sure you keep up. And make sure that everyone enjoy themselves. And happy week one of the NFL. Everyone stay blessed. Talk to you all next week. Okay, bye.